Yeah, it's one of those things you feel like you're missing milk. Mm. You don't know you need it till you need it. Yeah, man. And y'all came in on the tail end of this conversation. Welcome to another episode of But I Don't Know Though. Yeah. Your co-host here, Avery Mason, alongside Mr. Phil. Uh, Jamaica swept the Olympics 100-meter playoff hunt. Yeah, Jamaica did, man. Them girls, they, they be racing the sun. You know what it is over there, man. It's hot as fuck. Yeah. You, you, people like to make it into something about race, right? Mm. But it's like, no, it's 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 how hot is your country? Like, Russia don't win shit. Never. Not in track and field. Winter Olympics, they dominate, though. But you get these Jamaican girls. Even you think of, like, all the way back in the day to Flojo, they're all from, I think, L.A., really hot places. Uh-huh. Shikari Richardson's from Louisiana. That is like, it's hot as hell. Well, that wasn't my thing. It wasn't the hot thing. I was like, you know, they hear that gun go off and they're out. Something, <laughs> they, something they grew up with. A little bit. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> but even Usain Bolt, that, you know, yeah, he yeah. is from Jamaica, too. Same and the Nigerian thing. people, they be getting it in, too. But, again, your country got to be hot. This is how crazy it is because people always like to make it into, oh, we're black people. But it's like, look, do you remember Oscar Pistorius? I do. He was the South African that was white. No legs. But won a race with one damn leg. No, I thought he didn't have any legs. He was an amputee. Double amputee. He ain't got no legs. He was a double? Double amputee, yeah. I thought he was a one-legged. You know, it's funny. They let him compete in the regular Olympics, and he never won a medal in the Paralympics. And I feel Mm -hmm. like if you're going to... The only people who should be able to compete in the regular Olympics, like, if you won, like, first or second place in the Paralympics, then you qualify to run against people with two legs and see if you could do it. They they threw him in there. I don't think he's he's ever competed in the Paralympics. No, I could have sworn he won a medal, though. Olympics? No. In the regular Olympics, he came in second to last place. Oh, damn. It was a very inspiring story. But he still made it there. Yeah, he did. The only person he beat was some guy from one of these smaller countries. And it's just like, guy with no legs placed faster than you did, bro. What are you, mm, what are you doing? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because, yeah, he uh, was Blade Runner. They was the, calling uh, him. Blade they, Runner, that's right. Obviously, Cat Williams immortalized him as Poor little Tink Tink. <laughs> tink Tink is the sound his um, his feet or his prosthetic feet make when he would run. That's why he didn't get away with the crime. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest story coming out the Olympics, if you ask me, was Simone Biles. Um, I don't know what your opinion is on this, uh, but she allegedly withdrew from all of the events due to mental health issues. And then I found I read an article and found out. Um, she had something called the twisties, mm. which is something gymnastics people, women who do gymnastics or whoever do gymnastics get like yeah. it's like a veteran disease where like your ears, your inner air circle doesn't match up with your flips or something so like something that. About like, balance, yeah, it throws your balance off allegedly. Yeah. Um, but when I heard she withdrew for mental health, I was just kind of like, um, I mean, this ain't your first rodeo, right? Like you, you're a competitor. You've yeah. been in competition before? She's she's won before, though, and that's the thing, like, you know, because everybody jumped to compare her to Shikari, that it was just like, 
Shikari is the, Shikari hasn't won that. Mm-hmm. You know, she basically was gassed and kind of blew the chance to be the champion. It's like Simone's given us enough. She's won an she's Olympics. Won a lot of medals. She's won a lot of medals. She's the best at what she does. It is, and they, and they fuck with her a lot. You know, they uh, she did a flip a while ago, and they were like, "That's illegal." She's so good that it's just yeah. So I, don't know. I get it. Like you know, competing is hard. The only thing I didn't like was the comparisons, because then they started into well, that's like Michael Jordan. It's like he played eighty-two games a year. Before, you know, his father got murdered. He played the next day, won the championship. Yeah. It's one of the most iconic photos of an athlete, you know, him laying on the floor, full uniform, champagne everywhere, crying. and crying about his father. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, nah, he pushed through, then he went to play baseball. You know, she doesn't play 82 games a year, although I'm sure her training is rigorous as fuck. But it, she... Basically, only works every four years. Yeah. That it was like sis. You couldn't solve this. That's what I'm pre- saying. And you had an extra year. You you waited five four years to just be like, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be the cheerleader. I'm like, yeah. If you're gonna do that, just put on your street clothes, and go sit in the stands. You know, you never see NBA players mm-hmm. they they get injured now. Well, they now they make them put right. their street clothes on. They'll get to sit on the bench, but like. You don't get to be on the floor still. So, yeah, it was a level of like, oh, okay, well, if that's what we're going to do, you know, then, you know, I get it. Like, I understand. But, you know, guys had to take the criticism when they quit, you know, when Ricky Williams quit. That's right. Football. Run, Ricky, run. Andrew Luck recently quit from a Colts. He had to take that hit. Mm-hmm. So, there is a level of like, Criticism that's fair. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, we had some racists hopping in the mix. Of course. So I get that we had to kick them off. There. Racist, I just wish racists don't want to get left out. I, I don't like when non-sports fans jump in arguments because it just a lot of it's just emotional. And and I was seeing a lot of that. That it's just like, hey man, she's rich. She's gonna get the help that she needs and the attention and the care. Like, what are you cussing out your cousin online for? And then people started, you know, bad faith arguments of, well, well, you're fat and out of shape, so what do you know? And it's just like, you're fat and out of shape too, motherfucker. Neither one of us (laughs) is an Olympic athlete. We were both shopping in the big and tall section. I saw you there too. Yeah, it's just like, you know, with a movie... People don't become emotional, you know. If you say, I don't know, Space Jam 2 wasn't good or is good, which actually I picked the wrong movie because people were emotional about that. They were. Only because we grew up with that movie. So, mm-hmm. But just that, you know, if you said, uh, give me a movie, I don't know, just something that no one's attached to. Blade. A recent movie. Recent movie? Let's go What's with... a recent movie? Jeez. Uh, I haven't been doing this been a while. trapped in the house. How about Justice League? There you go. If you go, Justice League is good or not. Most people will kind of let you have that, but, you know, to just simply look at a sports uh, figure and go, good or not, or disappointed, or whatever... People lose their shit that it's just because they feel like they're being attacked or something. But it's like, you don't know this person. This person wouldn't let you carry their gym bag. No nope. pun intended. You know what I mean? 
what are you cussing out your cousin for or something like, you know, people no no one said she wasn't in great shape and and, and, and two you know I never said I was in the best of shape <laughs> show me where I said that you know what I mean so and like I said we we did have some racist races hopping in the mix but mostly I just thought people overreacted to it I agree but my biggest problem with that is that there's somebody at home right now who came in fourth or fifth place at the Nationals that could have been mm-hmm. in that spot that she decided she was going to sit out from. And now... So they didn't replace her. Right. And so now she's... This just happened like yesterday. She decided she's going to do the balance beam event, which I'm just like, all right, so you were like, I don't want to do this one, I don't want to do this one, no injuries, mental mm-hmm. health, mental health, mental health. And there's people sitting at home that could have had that opportunity and now they don't have it. You know right. what I'm saying? And it wasn't like she's hurt. I understand. Mental health is important. But this is the thing they was warning us about, you know, George Carlin and the whole participation trophy generation. Exactly. There we go. What they were warning us about is mental health looks different on different people, meaning this woman is a decorated athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can take that break. But your black ass bet not, you know. You got probably two times to call into your job talking about mental health, and you fired. <laughs> you know exactly, what I mean? You're not exactly. a champion. You don't have that privilege. That, exactly. You know, and that's what gets tricky sometimes. It's like when the kids see this, some of this stuff, they're going to try to emulate it, and it's a level of like, you know, she's the best person you could ever emulate. Let's be real about that. Right. There's way worse people you could emulate. But, like I said, in your everyday life at school and different things like that or at your job, you know, mental health ain't a real reason to not come in, so you fired. It's not. Nobody else could do that. And like, you're going to have plenty of time to work on your mental health when you're home. sitting at home watching, yeah. So... I'm just like, you, you. she's been... It's like I, I was saying to my boy, we have a little discussion about this, and I was like, man, you know, I understand things get tough, but it's not your first rodeo. You've mm. been here before, and... Is, you could have just stayed home and done this. And there's different standards for women and men, and I, I say that because when you talk about Andrew Luck quitting, right, with football, which I'm personally invested. I'm an Indianapolis Colts mm-hmm. fan, and we traded Peyton Manning, and we thought, like, oh, we got this guy and $25 million a year, and mm-hmm. what, in his fourth season, I believe, he just was like, that's it, I'm done. His injuries. And again, it, it, it came down to the time, because I think he played second or third preseason game, mm-hmm. and then announced, uh, one of the reporters let it slip during the game, mm-hmm. basically after halftime, that he was retiring after the game, and it was like, what? <laughs> Who quits during the game or announces that? Didn't another football player do that too? Oh Kinda yeah, there was a black dude. Back. I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was like, I'm he done. He just had enough, right? And I mean, mind you, football is super physical. Yeah. That it's like, you know, I gotta support luck to a certain extent because they say football like surviving a car accident every yeah, Sunday, every collision. Yep. And I mean, these motherfuckers do that shit since they were like 13 years old. Anyway. But still got clown. The memes came. The ridicule came. Roberto Duran all those years ago that mm-hmm. fought Sugar Ray. No mas. No mas. He, yeah. he quit in the rematch. And people... Not it's 40 years later Sugar and people still right make jokes about no mas. Listen, I don't know. Any of you can stand in front of Sugar Ray Leonard and not say the same thing. You take but, one punch and be like... 
No mas. But Roberto <laughs> de Moran had beat Sugar Ray. He did in the, in the first um In the, the first series, match. But, and then that was the thing for Sugar Ray was like, yo, all these years later, I realized, you know, he truly just robbed me of the opportunity of beating him. Yeah. yeah and that, that, well, that's, that's what I was going to say with Simone. Maybe she felt like she knew she wasn't at the top of her game for these mm-hmm. events. I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just saying this is something I was throwing out there. She wasn't at the top of her game for some of these events. She didn't want to get beat and have to mm-hmm. sit there and deal with, well, she lost to the Russians or the Czechs. This is crazy. And she, she wasn't, I think she was like fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. At some point in the events before she, um, yeah. before she withdrew. Now, Kurt Angle, he with a broken freaking twenty fifth anniversary of Kurt Angle winning the gold medal That's with right. a broken damn neck. So it's broken just neck. different standards, you know. I think for women and men that they feel like they're exempt from any criticism. And like I said, we just want to make sure the criticism's fair. Obviously, I we agree. Don't, we don't want the racist hopping in the mix. But when you see a fair criticism, a fair critique, it's like let that stand. She's not a She's yeah. not a child. What they say, God looks after children and fools. That's right. She's neither. She's a grown so. woman, but she's so tiny. She looks so like a kid. So she is kind very of feels tiny. That's true. Four foot eight. She's a very small little woman. She's, um, I mean, and I mean, she small. has to be to be doing all them damn flips and yeah. stuff. She, Four she, foot eight. She's strong though. Like if she were my height, she she'd probably be the strongest person in the world. She's like a yeah, hand. but she wouldn't be able to flip like that. No, 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 no. I can't flip. I hurt myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're talking about, uh, well, I want to bring this up too. This is something I want Transgender athlete Laurel Hubbard is eligible to compete in the Tokyo Games because her qualifications and IOC rules. Did you hear about this one? There is, is a transgender athlete, weightlifter from New Zealand, mm-hmm. who was weightlifting in her 20s, then stopped, you know, took some time off, and then transitioned and decided, well, I want to... So she was weightlifting when she was a guy. She yeah, yeah, and then she quit and then, then came back. Quit yeah, and then came back. And said, I want to do this. She's been taking all these hormones and people were, oh, I don't know if she should do this because she had unfair advantage. The hormones were, the, the stuff she was taking was suppress the testosterone, but mm. people say at the end of the day, you, you know, you went through puberty as a dude. <sighs> I know we're going to open up Pandora's box. Yeah. I don't know what you feel about this. Man, I, I Send us to the baby land and get our well, shows that canceled. Was, well, now that was going to be my next question about that. <laughs> this dude, now, uh, uh, whatever you feel about what he said, and we're going to get back to Laurel Hubbard um, in a okay. second, but more more importantly, the baby went on stage of Rolling Loud and was like, clap it up if you ain't got AIDS, HIV, Clap it up if you're not on your knees sucking dead. The, the yeah, deal's Nick. Yeah, you know, he was turning up. That's, you know, that's what rappers do, right? They and say wild crap. They do. And then, you know. But it's, I don't say I'm agreeing with what he said. All I'm saying is he has every right to say it. The same way you, me, or anybody else has the right to say I don't agree with him. What I don't like is when they start taking away his job opportunity saying, well, we yeah. don't encourage hate. And it's like, okay, you can't say there's free speech and tell people, well, you have to accept this, you have to accept this. As someone who does not agree with that point of view... You know what it is? They can't have that. It's just like comedy, where... Maybe it's just the way he said it. In the context of my show, everyone's having a good time. And he kind of said this immediately after, but he said... There were gay people that were there. They were not offended by what I said. He started talking about, you know, 
clap it up if you ain't got the HIV, you know, no, you ain't terminally ill. That is just like, you know, rappers, part of emceeing a show as a rapper is you just throw your hands in the air, wave them like you just, just don't care. care. Yeah. Uh, if you got $20 bills, but you still ain't paid your rent, Put your you know, up. <laughs> all that kind of shit. The roof. The roof is on fire. If you got more than a G, but your gas tank on E, mm-hmm. put your hand. That's Zone you're not supposed to get offended all by whatever pops into their brain. All to my say. ladies with real hair, fingernails. Yeah, so he's rocking the crowd, and then just like comedy shows where somebody takes the tape and then puts it on the news and goes, "What do you guys think?" That is just like that's not what's supposed to happen here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he never said, you know, gay people exclusively. So. No, he just said if you if you're not on your knees. It just made me ask the question: whose mental health matters? And I say that to say, you know, with the baby, his brother committed suicide last year, right? Um, Elton John came out, Madonna came out, Quest Love came out, and there's something to holding him accountable. But then there's, like, how much is too much, like you're saying. And I think we need to just go ahead and be like sports. You know, sports, they have it all laid out. Here's the fine for cursing at a ref. Here's the fine for, you know, obscene gestures and stuff, you know, during the games. Here's the fine for domestic violence. And Mm -hmm. here's the penalty. No questions, basically. This is it. You know what I mean? Five games, X amount of dollars. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. They need. We need to go ahead and cancel culture needs to go ahead and set some the terms for entertainers of. Okay, you lose your next five shows, and and you know what I mean. <laughs> no matter what they were, yeah, you lose your next five shows and this. The commissioner comes out, and makes this announcement, and one endorsement, yeah. one endorsement. Yeah, let's just go ahead and make it like that, and then we don't have to argue about whether or not people should be mad. But then it becomes. Because there are people, there are times when, you know, when black people have gotten mad and no one cared. Mm-hmm. This this guy in Alabama recently called this woman a house nigger during a oh, I saw that. Po- political meeting. What was, is his name? A, Tommy a, Bryant, a politician in it Alabama. A, it was a town hall meeting. Named yeah. Tommy Bryant. And then tried to blame it on the black mayor. Said, well, he calls her that all the time. And this woman started crying. And it's just like... He didn't resign. No, he said in his defense, he said was, he was repeating what mm-hmm. what the mayor called her, and I it was just like, "Yeah, no, no, crying. yeah, no." That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, again, you know, and everybody's so worried about the baby, and he's losing shows and all this different stuff. It's like you didn't elect him; you elected this guy. Mm-hmm. There's more outrage for what the baby said, and like I said, at a damn rap concert. Now, mind you, the baby. Has beat up straight black men on camera, yeah, and no one cared. No that one guy cared. is dead now. Cam Coldheart, by the way, R.I.P. Cam Coldheart. Well, not from not nothing. From the, the baby yeah, did. Let's else. be yeah, clear. Yeah, I'm yeah. not on my, well, no first forty-eight I, type shit over I, here. I also want to say maybe baby said what he said because maybe he was amped up because someone had just thrown a shoe at him. I don't know if you saw that. Too. Well, see how no 
one cares. Someone, someone threw a shoe at him. Like, he also just brought out Tory Lane, so he was trying to oh boy, yeah, <laughs> trying was... to get away from that. He said, "Hold on, let me yell about HIV real quick and distract y'all. Y'all forget I even brought out Tory Lane." I don't even think I've ever heard Tory Lane's rap. See, now he should be flipping with Simone Biles, that little midget motherfucker. Anyway. But I wanted to say the like I said, whose mental health matters? The baby's brother committed suicide last year. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a porn star named August Ames, right? Mm -hmm. She basically, long story short, she committed suicide after you know basically being called homophobic in the same way that the baby is, right? Mm -hmm. What happened with her was she. Someone kind of replied to a tweet and said, hey, here's five uh, male porn stars you should work with. She kind of replied back, hey, you know, some of them do gay porn and we don't do both. You know, you either do one or the other. Mm -hmm. They started bullying her to say, well, that's homophobic. And it's like, you know, her body, her choice, dog, what the fuck? Like, you telling her who she needs to be having sex with Mm -hmm. on camera? Like, who are you? And you would think people would have took a moment to kind of realize that. No. He started, you know, basically harassing her and telling her she's homophobic. Everybody just joined in. Nobody took a moment to think, you know, maybe we misread this person or misunderstood this person. Right. Next day, she committed suicide. I mean... Asphyxiation. But, But I said that to say, that's why we need to clearly define some of these terms... Because you don't know what the state... If we're going to care about... Do we care about everyone's mental health or just the people we agree with? Nah, it's, just, it's just whoever's trending or, or, what, or the people what the we majority, agree with. What, what the public, court of public opinion says you should be saying or should not be saying. Now, I don't really care for what he said. Um, I just have a problem. That's my, my problem is with people who say all these things on the other spectrum, other side of it, and it's okay because that's what public opinion says. And right. he has his opinion. I think what made it worse from he doubled down on it when he when Questlove called him out. He was like, I don't know who Questlove is. Well, I think he's like, doubling down on it because just like Questlove I said, is. when you take a joke out of the show and put it on the news, everybody gonna be like, that's not fun. Yeah, because when I told it, it was eleven o'clock in a dark club, yeah, and everybody was with forty people, people, and they were drinking. People were doing Molly. Now <laughs> you're showing it on the news at eleven a.m. and motherfuckers ain't had their coffee yet. Of course, it's not funny. So I think it was a lot of that going on. Of you know, this clip is out of context. You would have to see the rest of it. And like I said, the baby raps about killing people, dealing dope. Mm-hmm. You know, and has beat up people on camera. No one cared that you go, you care about violence or you just care. Do you care that he's mean to people or just it, when he's mean to someone from the LGBT well, you know, it's community? Funny. It's Charlemagne. I was listening to Power, 10, uh, Power 105, The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Charlemagne was saying the same thing. It's like, all right, well, just like you, he talks about all these things, but you guys. You know, if he says there's three things you don't talk about, and I think we had this issue once. You can't talk about Jewish people, you can't talk about LGBTQIA, mm-hmm. and you can't. I think it's is it kids? Is the or something the like that? Kids are the president. Something like but, that. But he really did it. 
He yeah. never once, if you watch the clips, no, said I saw it. I gay saw all, all, people. No, he didn't. All he said was if you were not, if you weren't sucking dick. He didn't say. But even that, women. I understood in rap terms of yeah. like, get off my dick, stay off my dick, like that kind of thing. More than, more than actually sucking yeah. dick was what was just weird. I, I don't think he was getting. I, I don't. I didn't. I, I just. But I, 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 I it's think, just like you gotta. You can't have freedom of speech and say, well. Only if you agree with my point what, of view. What, That's my thing. You know, it's funny when people get off into that for rappers because, again, I've said 80 crazy things since I've been on this stage. <laughs> How did you pick one thing? It's just like when people do that to us as comedians. You know, I told 10 jokes. And you only heard that one. one <laughs> really bothered you. Yep. You know, I got up here and talked about me being short. I got up here and talked about losing my hair and going bald. You weren't mad at that. The second I talk about big women, oh, up, oh, up, oh, up. Oh. Hey, hey, wait a minute. What you is can't he say talking that. about? That's hate. That is just like, hey, man. It's these, fat phobia. These are all jokes, buddy. I, 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 I don't care. You know what I mean? That it's just. Yeah, it's like, like a buffet. People pick and choose. You know, grapes, tomatoes. Oh, bananas? No, not here. Not now. Well, like I said, <laughs> not know, today. He's a rapper, and you know, rappers say wild shit. That it's just like. But I think this is also a victim. He's a victim of. He's moving up. Mm-hmm. That he moved up to those white crowds, and they don't understand, you know, what he is and what he does. That it's just like, you know, like I said, at a certain point, these rappers are, you know, getting shot and shooting, shooting each other. That it's like, you know, words. <laughs> you know, like I said, he beat up the dude on camera. You know, he's bleeding out his mouth and stuff. And it's like, well, how did he even make it here? You know, how did how are you a fan of his if you know that? But then he done said some words at a show, and now you're mad. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. I mean, well, it's like getting mad at something that a wrestler does. That it's like you understand the Undertaker's a character, right? Right. Yeah. Well, well here's a follow up to this. It's in the same vein, what we talking about, baby, right now? How about Michael Che? You want to talk about that? I guess we could talk about it. We, I mean, now, again, believe what you want. Well, what happened was when Simone Biles pulled out of the competitions, uh, Michael Che or someone pretending to be him went on his Instagram and kind of started telling some jokes about her, which people found they were saying, oh, it's misogynistic, it's oh. sexist. And he was saying, whoever it was, Che or who otherwise, was saying, you know, I got about three minutes of material on this girl quitting. And they were putting up some jokes. I didn't see all the jokes because I got taken down. But the funny thing to me was he came back on and said, hey, y'all not only make fun of white people and uh, <laughs> and dumb stuff. I don't talk about my own people. Which, you know, it's true. And, and fair, but I just... It, it, to me, I was like, that's an easy out. But what do you think? Do you think he did it? Or do you think he was hacked? I'm not sure. But I also just don't understand... I don't understand why... A, just like I was saying with the baby, these are characters we're playing, so it's really a suspended reality. And like I said, getting mad at a comedian about a joke, getting mad at a rapper about something that they say is like getting mad at the Undertaker. You know, that's not really a casket that, you know, he put the other wrestler in, right? You know, that wrestler's not actually dead. He's going <laughs> to wrestle next week, right? <laughs> That it's just like, yeah, you know, 
like I said, people made jokes about Andrew Luck. People made jokes about Ricky Williams when he quit. Somebody's going to have a Simone Biles joke, you know. And I mean, I get that the girl went through, then, you know, everybody started bringing up Larry Nassar, that it's just like, you know, he was a molester, for those of you listening, big Penn State molester, not yep. Penn State, uh, Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yeah, Michigan, yeah. But, um, which I'm sure Penn State was happy, he kind of took them out the news of like, oh, that Michigan State guy is even worse than our guy. You gotta watch out for those schools with states in the name, anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, somebody's gonna make a joke that it's just like Simone's fine. Yeah, she's cool. She's, she's back to she's work. Cool. She's back to work. She didn't even hear the joke. Mm-hmm. So there's that. That it's just like she didn't even hear the joke. No, you know? and and he didn't do the jokes and. Well, I just, think comedians like to play with fire. Rappers like to play with fire. Like to juggle Artists that. like to play with they fire. They juggle that. You so, yeah, I feel like that's almost a non-story. But again, I think it's out of context in that, you know, these internet and these apps were invented for fun. Mm-hmm. And just at some point, they've become some form of like, seeing people's character. I, I, I think, I personally think that they got to do social media like they did Trinidad back in the day. When I was a kid, my mom would send me to Trinidad to go stay with my grandmother. From time to time, there'd be these rolling blackouts. Right. So between 7 p.m. and maybe 8 or 9, you you couldn't get, you wouldn't have water or you wouldn't have electricity. heard about these. So maybe we bring that up here. Rolling social media blackouts. Everybody's got to take a mandatory break between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. <laughs> that's 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 critical typing dumb shit time. Like when people get high and type dumb stuff or they get on there like Tyrese mm-hmm. did. What do you want from me? It's all got you got to have a blackout, complete blackout. Nobody can use it. And then after 10 p.m. comes back on, everybody can post the print or do whatever they want. Mm. Should be mandatory, especially because I've been reading one Mr. Phil Hunt's tweets. Phil, Uh-oh. where can where can they find you on the Twitter, Mr. Phil, or Instagram? Find me at I am Phil Hunt. That is where I am. I am Phil Hunt. If you want to, you can follow me on Instagram, Avery Mason Official, Twitter, the Avery Mason. And I have my customer service complaint for you today, Mr. Phil Hunt. Can you please explain yourself? I'm going to read your tweet from a couple of days ago. Uh-oh. Does anybody know why the women's basketball team went all the way to Tokyo to play three-on-three? Or as I like to call it, WNBA streets. (laughs) 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 After I finished laughing, I threw the phone down, by the way. You could definitely retweet it out because that was funny. For those of you who don't remember NBA streets... The street uh, home game. PlayStation game that you played three on three. That's right. It was I think it was the successor to um the and one um something game. like that. Yeah. It was all around the same time. Right, but so you had perfect. You had actual NBA players doing the moves they had from the the and one game, which Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. But you had to um But you, you didn't like the three on three, bro? I thought that was I, I didn't say I didn't like oh, you it. just said it was I just said did you see the dudes playing three on three? No, they didn't. No. No, they didn't. So it's just like why did the women go all the way? Now I think actually I started doing some research. I think they are doing the um five on five two. But it's just weird to me that yeah, this three on three, which has been going on, I think they said since twenty seventeen in the Olympics. So, yeah, the women 
you at Team USA, the women team, they played a three-on-three. And since it's an 18 tournament this year, so I'm actually looking at it now. But yeah, since 2017, that it's just like, when did we start playing three-on-three? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but you know what? They're trying to make it interesting again because the Olympics been getting kind of boring. I, I ain't gonna hold you, but I, I do like that they're doing they're doing mixed teams now. I'd watch if they did three on three mixed teams. Yeah, that would kind of want to see the men and the women mix it up. They did that on the track and field, and the men were blowing past the women, which yeah. I was just like, mm, this is what you wanted. Don't, hey, we all on equal footing. Two men, two women. However you place them on the track is how they got to run, no matter who's running what leg. And I'm just watching this. If you're going to play uh, three on three, I feel like the NBA streets, then they should have game breakers and all the stuff that they had on a video game. <laughs> Hot zones, you shoot and yeah, get four points shoot if you get from the shot. half court and different stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Ice Cube has the three on three league yeah. now, the big three. And yeah. They kind of have some of those elements that it's almost like NBA streets. Well, yeah. over, uh, over the hill NBA streets because you got Hilarious. Joe Johnson and Katino Mobley out there with gray hair. Katino Mobley still playing? Oh, man, Katino got a full head of gray hair and a gray beard, and he be busting the ass, dog. It's it's kind of wild. It's like watching them do the games. You know, sometimes they play those games, those pickup games at the that black whatever. That, Training West facility? Four. Nah, the training places is training all the facility. There's all these players that go like Carmelo, Melo. They had Melo shooting jump shots and black oh, okay, label yeah, or yeah, black yeah. something. They all Got run you. games. LeBron show up and all these NBA players. Yeah, these private runs they have yeah. in certain gyms. That's what it's like. And actually, it's actually highly entertaining because then they, there's people who never been in the NBA playing with them. It's, right. it's, it's fascinating to watch. If you ever watch the Big T, shout out to Ice Cube, man, making money because it's successful too, man. It's just doing real good. And then he books all his friends to perform at halftime. Like I seen the Loonies was performing at halftime. Yeah, put five on it, yes, sir. When the last time you seen the Loonies? And then um, I'm going to hold you to another one of your tweets, which was Uh-oh. Hot Take, which made me laugh. Well, actually, it wasn't yours. You retweeted it, and then I, it made me laugh when I saw it. For all you NBA fans out there, we got a reminder this is from Ryan Ruda at iDude14. Uh, never forget when the Lakers gave Timofey Mozgov a four-year, $64 million contract in the first minute of free agency. That made me laugh because I remember Timofey Mozgov and thinking... Timofey Mozgov. Now, in fairness, he... All right, so maybe it didn't work out for the Lakers, but before that, he was a very good player like, in terms of defense. Uh, you know, you give you a double-double. Nah, just being seven-foot helps. But and I mean, he had a great career overseas, too. It was too, a time the where if you were seven foot, you could get lots of money. And if you were young, because people would always, oh, okay, well, he averaged six points last year. We'll give him double the shots and bet he could double his production. It's like, wrong. <laughs> more minutes doesn't always mean more production. The thing Timothy Moscow is really famous for is getting dunked on by Blake Griffin. Yeah, I remember that. Whew. And I mean, Blake Griffin had the nuts in Google his mouth. Google that, sure did. With all the paws and tennis, <laughs> you know, in the picture. Handful he of nuts. Posterized that man. It was what it was. It looked like a damn car accident out there. Blake Griffin got Timothy Moscow. You know what's funny is he got him twice in that game. In the same game. He did. It's he funny did. because, you know, Blake Griffin's rookie year, and even a little bit in the second year, people were still jumping. And then by the third year or so, people would just let him have it. <laughs> like, nope, not touching a hot stove uh, twice. Yeah, I'm not getting in there. Go ahead. They just lean the head back to get out the way. 
Yeah, and I think that contract was signed after he got posterized twice. You know, Somebody and he must have really believed in him. He's still getting that money. You know, he's still he's still getting paid off that contract. Like they yeah. got, they have to pay him no matter what. What do you think's worse, getting bombing or getting dunked on? I think bombing is worse because people forgot that I got dunked on in college. Nobody talks about it anymore. It took a couple of years for that to wear off. Playing this little intramurals league in college, and me and this kid had a like a miscommunication on who was going to guard this African kid because we were playing the zone three two, and I'm in I'm in the paint, and I'm thinking this guy's going to cover him. He's going to get somebody else. I turn, and I said, "Oh well, let me try to." You know, block the lane. You know, I completely forgot this kid is African. He's used to jumping over things much taller than me, and it's exactly what he did. He basically skywalked. I don't even know. I can't remember. I jumped as hard as I could, bro. I don't think I got up to his chest when he was in the air. <laughs> My hands were all the way up. Yeah, sometimes just, it's just too late. He just yammed it on me, and you know, <laughs> play was stop. People were screaming. I'm so glad that nobody had cell phones and like, yeah. oh, there's people running around and this has been reposted five, six years ago. This is the guy on power? Right. Yeah. This is the yeah, guy yeah. on the punishment? Yeah, been resharing that too. Years. It come up years and years later. But he he had his, no pause, he had his nuts in my face and there was nothing I could do. I haven't gotten ducked on in a while, but it's happened occasionally, you know. As a small guy, it's not my job to really be in the paint like that. So anytime it happens, I victim blame myself. <laughs> what a, were you doing there, Phil? Fuck you, we get for being down there. You should have been at the. We should have been at the top of Keith, Phil. What were you doing down there? You should have known better. Somebody saw a mouse in the house, and they took full advantage. of it. <laughs> so it is what it is. Ooh, but you, you know, I'm on. It, Next time, don't rotate. That's right. Just let him get that lane because I'm having. You see him going up there. Bombing goes away. You know the. the after that night, nobody talks about it. Unless, unless it was one of them legendary ones where I've seen some legendary bombing, and at least, you know, some people recognize that they're bombing, and, you know, they. Mm-hmm. But some people try to fight it, and you're just like, the crowd isn't with it, and you're just like, man, just, just accept it. Just yeah, accept it. It's kind of funny when, like, when the stakes are low, when they're not getting paid, when there's no expectation, when they've got five minutes, that it's just like. You know you could just leave the stage, right? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody gonna be mad at you, dog. You could just call the host back over. But it's the worst when, like, the host goes outside. Yeah, and then you gotta... And then they just gotta stay up, <laughs> gotta there, stay up there, and, there and try to figure well, out... Well, what do you guys want to talk about? What's, what's, oh, what, man, what, what's yeah, going that, on here? What's going on with this couple? When that happens, <laughs> I wish there was a button they could push, like, medieval times and the stage open up and, and get the alligators. No, I, I want people sitting in the audience to, that see that stuff to have the wrap it up box like on Dave Chappelle's show hilarious yeah. hey this couple here how long you been there put the wrap it up box and press the button and just start putting it wrap, yeah, wrap it up dog you see the sign you hear the music wrap that shit up <laughs> oh man it's just crazy it's, just, it's crazy happens, happens to the best of us man absolutely I'm just saying you gotta bomb gracefully just accept it I don't know I haven't seen a really good one in a long, long time. But, man, I hadn't had some of my own bombs. And the, the gracious thing for me is that I accepted it and I recognized and I told people, so like, it's not yeah, worth it. Yeah, not doing well on stage is like an out-of-body experience. Yeah, it's one thing when you got to do five minutes, but imagine having to do 15 oh, or yeah. 20 Your mouth or 30, starts getting dry. Yeah, you just start sweating a lot more than you normally would. Sweat. It's like, man, it's January. Why am I sweating? Yeah, people are like, you got the AC on, man. Why are you dripping oh, wet? People can see it. It's uncomfortable for everybody. It involved. is. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. Um, 
I'll do one more of these that I saw on your timeline, and I want to pick your brain about something. See, I like getting Phil's opinions on stuff. Phil has strong opinions, and this is why we read his timeline. I don't have a lot of strong opinions, at least not that I put out on Twitter, but, you know, Phil is brave, and, you know, again, if you have any problems with anything we're saying here, Phil is customer service for the podcast. Please hit him up. He responds to all heat, beef, and smoke. He does not care. Uh... One of my favorite things, and this is from two days ago, Phil tweeted at I am Phil Hunt. One of my favorite things people do online is pretend every problem stems from parenting. Like we listen to our parents after like age fifteen, and I would argue with you, but I would say thirteen. When you remember, that's when you really start feeling yourself. Like yeah, I'm going out with my friends. Are you going to ask me first? Why do, why do I need to ask you? Because uh, you live here, and mm-hmm. I pay for everything you're wearing. But that's why I said 15, because that's when you start, you know, maybe getting a little bit of facial hair, if you're lucky, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's when the ladies start getting the, the, the titties and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. That's you true. know, yeah. some of them before, but those are extreme cases. And then that's when you start, like, believing the hype, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm grown. Your mama make like, me do when that. When you stayed out late when you was 13, you legit forgot the time. You was just having fun. X, Y, Z. Whatever, whatever. Whoop-de-wop. By the time you get home, like, your parents can look at this stupid look on your face and realize, like, he made an innocent mistake. By the time you're 15, that's a habit. Yeah. You do that, man. You do it deliberately. I don't care. I'm going. Mom's not going to be home with me, huh? Oh, you know, car. Johnny, he still cars, you know. I had gotten in the car with him. We went joyriding. The cops pulled us over. I was so young, they just dropped me back off at home. And, I mean, that's not an actual story I experienced, but mm-hmm. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. When you're 13, oh, well, never do that again. By the time you're 15, it's like, nah. No. Yeah. You and Johnny still cars together. Yeah. Like, no line, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just going to the store. He told me he was going to pick me up. I don't know who Carl was. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's old, but it's just old enough to know what the fuck you're doing. Well, because when you know you do something bad and you get away with it, you definitely brag to your friends. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember being in high school and, like, there was a girl I used to flirt with and sometimes used to play doctor in the locker bay. Mm-hmm. And the first time I remember she let me grab her, but I went and told all my friends. Yeah. I was like, bro, you ain't gonna believe this. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what Brenda did? You know, she let me grab her ass. What? She did? Yeah. Right. What did you do? Nothing, man. You know, just made out a little bit. She put my hand back there and took a grab. Wow. Yeah, you were the man. <laughs> and I mean, this this all comes back to me being short, but I remember a friend of mine, we used to go in the uh, what is this place called? Well, it's like a grocery store, basically. On the, well, it ain't a grocery store. It's more like a uh, like something like a convenience store and a department store combined on uh, Air Force Base because I lived on an Air Force Base when I was 15. Anyway, wow. when I was about 14, 15 or so, they used to keep the porn magazines at the very top of the shelf, mm-hmm. and it was like behind all the other magazines, and they had this blacked out thing so you couldn't see you know, a Playboy that there were titties on the cover, right? Right. So, this friend was tall enough. He was reaching Ooh. over and behind and pulling them out. So y'all could see him? And then opening, you know, there was one of, he was opening them up and we were looking at him. And <laughs> I remember, man, we must have stood over there in that aisle for like 10 minutes creeping out everybody who was coming by for magazines, right? doing that? And then finally, this dude just kind of comes over and almost 
chases us off with a broom. Like, get get from over here. Like, what are y'all doing? Get out of here, kids. He's standing not old enough to look at those. Oh, whippersnappers. You know what you're still looking at? But it was just the level of like, bro, bro why are you hating? Like, let us enjoy this moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> We were. And now we running off. Our little dicks are hard. <laughs> we trying to run, and he's like, "Don't, don't come back in here." And then I remember I came back in there with another friend, and the dude kind of was like, "You gotta watch that one." And it was like, "Hilarious!" Oh, I've been marked as <laughs> a creep now. Yeah, they know you. Hey, yeah. that's the guy. That's the one that was over there looking up dirty magazines with his friends. But he wasn't paying attention. It's like, now nah, my boy was tall enough to reach over that rack that y'all set up. You know what I mean? So everybody was looking. It was what it was. Your boy, he got to look at that black tail. I was ruined. I remember that black Jesus. tail. That was a classic one. I I was doing I was doing a set last night. I think I was telling you, and there was some young kid. And I, you know what? Before I'll just say, please stop bringing your children to comedy shows, man. If it's after 10 o'clock at night, go take them to Chuck E. Cheese. Go take them to the Eminem restaurant. Take them to a, the baby show. To, it's yeah, it's in know. his name. Don't bring the babies. Them, dude, don't bring them to a comedy <laughs> show, man. They were like, there must have been a bunch of kids there like didn't even look like they were in high school yet. Are you sure it wasn't like a... No, nah, there was younger kids in there because I, I have this joke I've been working on and I, you know, I'm talking about how... You know, we always talk about how easy the kids have it now. Yeah. And... I was kind of going off on a tangent, and I started ranting. I was like, you know, you, you guys have it easy. You think you got it hard? I said, we grew up, if you were 80s and 90s, baby, you grew up without a vaccine, you know, <laughs> for, like, chicken pox. Yeah. Like, I was, I was talking about how, you know, when you get chicken pox, it was like, one week you see Johnny, next week he's not there. What happened? He caught chicken pox. Yeah. One by one, your friends going down, and, like, you the last yeah. one standing. You Now, you, you motherfuckers, you got vaccines. You don't got to worry about that shit. I said the only. So they don't have chicken pox anymore. No, there's. I found there's a vaccine for it. You don't. Wow. I remember I was complaining. I literally. I was, it's a joke, but I was complaining about how it was a time when when my sisters got it. I didn't mm-hmm. get it. My mother made me sleep in their bed. Oh, you got to catch right. this. I was like, well, for what? Hilarious. <laughs> Let me keep running. I don't want to get caught. Nah, I sleep in her bed and didn't wash the sheets. Put me in her blanket and everything. My sister Hilarious. all peeled up and chicken pox stuff, and now I got to catch it just cause. Anyway, yeah, same thing, same I, here. I was complaining. I had a family of five, and Please. all my brothers and sisters had gotten it. I was laughing, kind of mouthing <laughs> it. Ha ha ha! You're all sick. You bunch of leopards or what? How do they say in the Bible? Leopards, leopards, lepers, lepers. lepers. <laughs> you bunch of lepers. Thought so you had it made. You know your back feels like braille. What the hell? <laughs> and yeah, I still remember waking up and just ah. My back was all covered, and then yeah, I was the last one to get it. And yeah. They were all going out, and you know, going to restaurants and stuff, and I had to stay home. And it was just like, damn, I, I would rather had it with y'all. Yeah. So it's two weeks you got to stay home. But the worst part is there were some parents who were nasty parents who would still send their kids to school, mm-hmm. regardless, knowing that your kid had it. nasty ass parents. Man, you know who cheaper, you are. Cheaper than a babysitter, baby. They all got to get it anyway. Facts, so. facts. But <laughs> my, my complaint about these kids was y'all generation doesn't know nothing about risk. We had risk and real danger growing up. You know, you, you didn't have social media to tell people, watch out for the weird guy with the white band handing out candy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to find out the hard way. Mm-hmm. I was like, the only risk you kids know is you sending a DM and hoping the girl doesn't leave you on red. That's the only risk. 
And that's my problem. Kids of generation, yeah. they don't know. I'm not saying there's not dangers. I'm just saying. You don't know about having to ask right. for that number right there on the spot. And she look you right back in your eyes exactly. and tell you no. Yeah, you, or if she was trying to be polite, I have a man or I'm already with somebody. Well, you know what our DM was, Phil? You'd have to write it on a note mm-hmm. and say, hey, can I talk to you a second here? Scribble it on a napkin. Pass the napkin. What's and up? And even when she said yes, boy, you pull that pen out your pocket and that napkin and she see your hand shaking. Yeah, yeah. And then you still had to call her house, and then, like, her relatives would play defense, you know. Hello, good evening, Mr. Johnson. Can I speak to Tamika? Who this? No, you can't. You sure can't. You know my older son just came back from prison. <laughs> prison? He's oh, yeah. 16. Well, his my middle kid, he just was in the Marines. He just came home for a visit. Why, why, mm-hmm. why don't you come over mm-hmm. there and let me meet you? Let's yeah, meet come you. on down here since you want to talk to her. I want to talk. You can talk to her right in front of me. Serious. You remember that was the thing that parents used to get mad when you would call the house after like 7 o'clock? Yeah, dog. Oh, we used to call the house. Hey, 7 o'clock, man. It's 7 o'clock. Is somebody calling the house? So you had to really like that girl to keep calling, It was dog. dangerous. It was a risk. But now you, know, you got I used to try to set it up. Yo, just call me about 8 o'clock. Let it ring once and hang just up. Call, just call, <laughs> call me because you're sitting by the phone. Call me. Because I don't want to deal with your crazy brother, your cousin. Some of the sisters would be hanging. Yeah, they would. They would. Because they couldn't have their boyfriend, so they make sure you couldn't get one. Right. So it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, man, he, she hanging. We had real risk. Mama's daddy's. Yeah, we had real you, risk, you would, you would try to read the girl a poem. You vote for her, and then you'd have to worry about one of your siblings on the other line listening. Everything, everything was. Phil loves Jaleesa. Hey, hang up, hang up the phone, hang up the phone. I'm telling everybody. Everything was in real time. Yeah. And had real, real consequences consequences in the moment. moment. Consequences. Not three, four, five days later when someone takes a screenshot, which leads me to my next point: Zion Williamson in women's DMs. I don't know if it's real because you know everything with the internet, you kind of got to take with a grain of salt. But what happened was, apparently somebody, either it was Zion Williamson or somebody named Zion Williamson, sent a girl a DM with, they, you know, you make the, mm-hmm. the Abby that looks yeah. like him and she said, DM, hey, do you want to hang out later? And the video showed her mm-hmm. opening it up and scrolling and looking at it and just kind of ignoring it and going back. I was like, yeah. Zion Williamson DMs you and that's your reaction? Yeah, I don't care. Hilarious. And she wasn't even all that either to be doing that. Like, if it was like Ciara or something like that, okay, cool. Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Some random white girl. Clout chasing. And I mean, we live in the times we live in. We all been a little sauced up and, <laughs> and sent a DM or two that, you know, it is what it is. We might have got you know, rejected. And, uh-huh. and, you know, yeah. So he's got to know. You know, like, you got to move like a superstar he's now, you know? And, I mean, he's young. He's 21, so. You can get any woman you want. Yeah, it's like, some... just do that in public, man. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, big boy, he's, what, 6'10", 6'11", and yeah. it's like, them girls know who you are, bro. Just pull up on them and ask, you know what I mean? DM is just so convenient. It's right there at your fingertips. Yeah. There's all sorts of pictures of her. You can look at her from all yeah. sorts of angles. You send your DM, you go back to watching, you know, TV, and then come yeah. back and half an hour later, it's, oh, she responded? You know. It's but, like pizza. You set it and forget it. And you come back to it 30 minutes. Is it done? Ding! She responded. Or red. And she'll <laughs> mm-hmm. swing and a miss. <laughs> right. So it's like, yeah, you know, they, they have to, get to feel that rejection, you know. 
What what was uh you Need know what our DM locked. what our DM was to was that a note was buying somebody a drink. Like you see a girl Something like that, but that rarely ever gonna turn out a drink. Yeah, hey, you or said maybe that I drink? just know some thirstier women than you. Hilarious. That's the poke. Cause they'll take one sip and then it start explaining, yeah, my husband. <laughs> and you like, all right. Now you're stuck. Fair enough. <laughs> so glad I had somebody to talk to. You got me. I wasn't looking for anyone to talk to. I was looking for someone to that, That's a trick that I haven't used much. Like, what was that? I really have to be... I really have to be having a conversation with a woman to kind of... And then, you know, mid-conversation, you're ordering a drink, so it's only right. Can I get and you something? she starts doing, like, scratching her throat. Like, I, mm, I am kind of parched now that you mentioned mm, it. What were you drinking? That looks good. You go, you, you get her whatever she was drinking before. She's drinking water, good. You bring her another water. Give her a double. Because they be trying to be sweat <laughs> walking around with that cup of water and waiting on you to buy them something. So. A Pellegrino. It fools them every time. You just get a little yeah, Pellegrino with is. a cherry in it or a lemon. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. I think you're drinking champagne. And, and, and want her to stay right at the level she was at. If she was drinking <laughs> Hennessy, give her another shot of Hennessy. If she was uh, drinking some expensive shit, give her that too. Whatever. But don't try to upgrade her. If she was drinking well drink, yeah. refill her on whatever she was having. That, but we gonna keep her right at that same level. That would be the most awkward part of a date. I've gone on dates with women and like you'd be looking at the menu and we will what do you want? What What are you looking at? What do you think looks good? I was like, all right, the burger looks good. It's $16. Like, you know, I might take a burger, too. They don't just go, oh, let me get the steak. What are you ordering? Yeah. Okay, he's getting that. Well, I'm gonna get. I'm just going to get something less than what he gets so you don't think I owe him something. Get what you want, girl. It's my treat. Yeah. But if that's the case, let me get some Top Shelf Armadale. Let me get the shotgun. Yeah, that's a little much, dog. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of pre-gaming before I go out. Yeah? It don't last, though. You know, you just hit a shot of a shot of alcohol or two in the car, maybe, or you know, out in New York, you gotta hit the liquor store real quick. Boom, boom, get you a shot, bang it mm-hmm. on the corner somewhere. Boom, walk in already drunk. What What's the worst liquor, like the cheapest worst liquor that you ever bought? But were you just trying to like, I don't got no money, I need to drink something. When I was young and you don't know what you buy, and I think I bought Sky Vodka. Man, I wound up throwing up. That shit was bad. The thing, the worst thing I bought when I was in college, this thing was called 99. So it was like 99 bananas, 99 apples, whatever the flavor mm. was. I'm thinking, oh, we got this good stuff. So good. It was so sweet. It did shots. We drank, me and my roommate drank half the bottle and just threw that shit up. I didn't sleep that yeah. night. We spent the whole night throwing up. So it's thing all I artificial. Quick was, hey, that cheap liquor, man, that ain't worth the headache. It ain't worth the stomachache. He said it was 150 proof. And I'm like, well, how did you get any Ooh. flavor in here? It didn't get burned up by the, by the alcohol. Christ. It was the worst. And we thought we were growing. Yo, throw it back, bro. We, we drink it. Yeah, my uncles and stuff, they be drinking. Uh, Rain Nephew? They be drinking. Um, That's a Jamaican one. What's that stuff called? Dimitri and stuff. Dimitri, like, man, this is like paint filler. What's Dimitri? Is that was a bourbon, vodka, man, it ain't whiskey? Sexy, ain't no rappers ever rapped about this. <laughs> it's, it's not a good one. <laughs> you can buy it. You can buy it at the corner store and at Home Depot. That's <laughs> aisle six, aisle seven. Let me show you. Yeah, it's right next. It's right next to. Uh, to oh yeah, they got the Dipset Eagle on there. 
Dimitri. Oh my god, that, so that yeah, doesn't look like, safe at like all. Said, it's like freaking fucking it's brand X. And it's just like, hey man, ain't no rappers rapping about this. It don't come in no box. Oh, it's just <laughs> a label, Dimitri. Yeah, Who made it? Dimitri. Like drink it, paint in a dog. You it's might like, as well get you some rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Me. Slip of the tongue, man. Put some flavor in it, and you got Dimitri. Fuck, I hit the wrong oh. button. What was, all right, whoa, what was going on there? What was that, your OnlyFans? Mm, I hit the like, wrong button. How's that OnlyFans subscription? I was actually your people. That was Nintendo Switch. Touch this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was a good segue, dude. We're, we're, we're trying to still give away this Nintendo Switch, Phil. We need 150 subscribers. If you're listening to this right now and you're interested in getting your own Nintendo Switch, all you got to do is like, share, subscribe the show. And uh, once we get to 150, I'm going to pick one of you lucky listeners, followers, fans to send it to. That's right. That's all you got to do. You want a free switch? You know what to do now. And the commercial's been playing at the end of every episode since I started it. So until we get to that number, I'll keep dropping that commercial. And uh, maybe someone will get lucky. But, hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Then, so, you know, if you're into free shit. That's right. If you like contests, all you got to do is, what is it, rate and review? Rate, review, rate like, share, subscribe. Baby. Send us a screenshot yeah. of it. We on Let iTunes. You did it, and we got the Nintendo Switch for you. That's right. You feel me? You know, Santa Claus works in August sometimes, too. That's right. So, yeah, Kwanzaa can come in August, too. So don't got to be in Christmas, not just Santa. <laughs> who's, who's, the, who's the Kwanzaa version of Santa Claus? Uh, oh wait, no, none. there is none. That's I see. Yeah, you just I just to. let down a whole bunch of black people right now to listen to <laughs> and the five in Germany that are listening. Oh, there's no Santa Claus for Kwanzaa. What is he talking about? What is he talking about? <laughs> but uh yeah, no. Like, share, subscribe. Alright, it could be yours. Uh we in the catch up segment, me and me and Phil just kicking it talking about, you know, regular days events is good, you know. Just coming back from New Jersey, had a great time out there in Atlantic City. So shout out to the, the person who rented us that house. Lived okay, in a cool. very dangerous neighborhood. Um, or Air, Airbnb dangerous. or something. Yeah, VRBO. But okay, the, cool. Outside of the neighborhood looked terrible, but the inside of the house looked great, man. Hey, sometimes it's all about that. Had you a know, game room, a nice in kitchen. You know, everybody had a different room. Had a game room, so y'all yeah. was ping ponging it. No, he he built one of those modulators, like his own uh, joint with joysticks, so you play all the classic. Oh, video game. Yeah, video okay, game. He, dope, built, dope. he built a cabinet, and it was like you could play all the old NES games, the Super Nintendo games. Nice. So yeah, I had yeah. the Space Invaders and yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. He had a TV in there, too. I mean, it, it was great, man. It was nice. For the money we paid, I wasn't expecting much from pulling by our neighborhood. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to have to lock my car doors, huh? <laughs> I see Atlantic City, man. Folding the side mirrors. That's a nice, quick little getaway from New York, you yeah. know. You ain't got to go all the way. You but, know, but, uh, what, to you Miami mean? to get some beach and get you right. some casinos. You ain't got to go all the way to Vegas. What about you? What'd you, uh, what'd you get into? This weekend, I had shows, so. Must be which nice. actually was my first. I think I did five shows in five days. That it, That's what's up. I was a little tired by the third one, but it felt good. Like, oh, okay, we we back. Yeah, and now that Delta variant creeping the hell up. Bro, I tell you, I gotta go get my test again. Uh, the, the mayor's recommending that everybody wears masks, even if you're vaccinated. Oh, I'm so sick of these masks. I, I yeah. need to show off my lips. I got nice <laughs> lips. Yeah, I've been wearing Vaseline and chapstick now. Somewhere there's some chick that just got her lips done, like right, right in March of 2020. 
and she's just pissed. Pissed. Mm. I haven't been able to show these lips off to anybody. Except the gram. Yeah, man. It's mm. what it is. Well, this has been fun. But uh, next segment we got coming up, uh, the, your favorite parts of the show. My favorite part. Yeah, y'all next know what it is. Betty White. Advice time. You know what time it is. So stick around. Stay tuned after these messages. And we're going to get right into it. You're here with Avery Mason and Phil Hunt. But I don't know, though. Stay tuned. Coming in just under an hour, too. All right, folks. We we back at it. Say it again. You want to get some sleep? So I'll probably go right back to sleep. <laughs> well, I woke Phil out of his hibernation for today. Yeah. But we're back in segment two. And we're going to start off with some advice. I got a couple of really good questions for you here, Phil. All right, let's but go. I don't know, though. You take this. People, you take this uh, advice as needed, like a prescription, right, Phil? Yeah, that's your segment, but, but I don't know, though. I don't we, know. We, we don't know. We, we are not experts. We're just yes. two guys here talking, telling you the best we know how. First question, am I a jerk for convincing my girlfriend not to see a movie and then taking her ticket to see the movie? All right? What? Yeah. Hey, girl, let's go. You don't want to see that movie and then take the ticket and go see it yourself. I have been together with my partner for about two years now. For a bit of background, my partner and I live in two different cities, and so we're only able to meet up maybe once or twice a week. This past week, however, I told my partner that I did not want to meet up as the gas prices were extremely high, and as the primary driver between the two of us, she doesn't drive. Mm -hmm. I felt that my request was reasonable. To my relief, my partner was extremely understanding and made other arrangements to hang out with our close mutual friend group. Mm. Things were going fine until I found out that my partner and our friends were going to watch a movie that we were both dying to watch. As a result, I began to feel a bit of FOMO and told my partner that I, all, that I wanted to see her after all. Without missing a beat, my partner immediately canceled on our friends and began to get ready for our meeting. At the same time, one of our mutual friends messaged me to ask if I was interested in taking my partner's place since they had already purchased a ticket for her. I agreed and told my partner that I was going to see the movie with our friends. She then got extremely mad at me and said that I had told her earlier she could have transited and made it. Okay, let me reread that. She then got extremely mad at me and said that had I told her earlier she could have transisted or transited what the hell is that word taken public transportation and made it in time for the movie as well now the only way for her to make it in time would be for me to drive and pick her up however I reminded her that I initially didn't want to pick her up due to the distance between us as well as high gas prices in the end I went to the movie without her as I felt that it would have been a waste of a ticket and that my partner should have known how badly I wanted to watch the movie now that the movie's over, I've been trying to reach my partner, but she has not read any of our messages. So, mm. what do I do? You got plenty of time to watch all the movies you By want yourself. Sometimes you, you know, <laughs> bro, like, they'll let you do some shit just to get rid of you. So, it looked like you played yourself. Yeah, sure did. Where uh, DJ Khaled at? Congratulations. You, you played, played yourself. yourself, my man. You are out of luck. Yeah, listen, I mean, anytime they, anytime they look you square in your eye and they don't blink and they go, "Oh, it's fine." Yeah, no, it's not fine trouble. at all. You're in trouble. 
Women basically, they say opposite of what they mean a lot of times. So, mm-hmm. if you pay attention, you know what I mean? When she says it's fine, it's, it's not, not fine. fine. No, it's not it's, fine at all. It's not. And I, I think this guy's a jerk, man. She had that ticket with the friends. And then you say, well, I want to go see the movie with you. Sorry, I'll cancel. I'll go with you. Then all of a sudden, you take her ticket. That's a... Hey man, that's plenty pick. of gas out here. You can't get another girl, though, that's dog. Right. Like, well, you can, old, but it's gonna take you a while. Feel we hit her with the old pick and roll. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, take that basket. Look like you played her. You know what? Women respond to assertiveness, and women want you to be sure. So you also <laughs> jerked her back and forth, where it's like one minute you ain't coming, the next minute y'all coming, the next minute you ain't coming. You know what I mean? So. You really kind of played with her emotions on that one, and now she's playing with yours. <laughs> ah, man, you better get you a boombox and go stand go. in front of her window yeah. and go ahead and pay them gas prices. I love you. Get, get, get some roses. I don't know. She might not take them back. Well, it's, it's... But that's why I said long distance really does kind of suck. And, I mean, this doesn't seem long distance, but it's some distance. It was long, long enough where she had, would have to take, like, two or three buses so or something. So maybe... Next yeah. time, date a woman who can drive and meet you halfway or something. Or what you do is you pay for the premiere version of Disney Plus, and you guys can watch the movies at home, and you don't got to feel left out. You invite over for a little Netflix and chill, something buy something like nice, that. maybe get some popcorn, and y'all could, you know what I'm saying? I make mean, it a what movie. movie was this that you needed to go, go alone so bad? Dog, I got to tell you, if it one of those Marvel movies that, that was coming out, Infinity War 2, I could understand that, because those movies were good, and I might have to, hey, they only got one ticket left. We both can't go. That's funny. The movie sold out, so... You know, why don't you, why don't I take I'd a... i try some slick shit. I'd have told them, like, yo, I bought this ticket. She could sit in my lap. Like, and you know what? You'd be surprised what people will let you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? To see a movie. So, yeah, yeah, I'm about salute, alternative salute. That's right. We can figure this out. You Maybe... go inside the movies and pop the exit door open. She come in, boom, y'all gooch. Well, all we right. got all this technology now. Why one of us just live streaming on the phone, video call, put it up to the screen, you sit in the car and watch... I mean, don't do all that. Don't interrupt other people's nah, goddamn Nah, man. If you video call it, you keep it low. They can watch the movie but and listen, hear it. Bruh, one thing's for certain here. What's that? Not when a woman says it's okay. Oh, it's not it's okay. Fine. Especially it's fine. Like, the better she says it is, the worse it actually is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. It's don't okay. Worry about it. yeah, do you might be in trouble. Yeah, do you. It's all about it. No, 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 no. Oh, who? Do what you gotta do. That was more no no no's. Yeah, do what you gotta do. You're anyway. fucking done, buddy. I don't want to talk about it anymore. You, that's all right. You I'm, know what? You're right. If she said, man, no, but it, no, it's gotta be in the heat of the argument, like the, the apex, the top yeah. part of the argument. Like, you know what, Phil? You're right. Even in text, like yeah. a paragraph lets you know she's normal. Mm-hmm. When she texts you three words, you cooked. Or if she sends you an emoji response, like a thumbs up emoji, yeah. or, or K, K, <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. Ooh, that boomerang is coming back, and when it does, the more words she sends you, the better off you are. I don't know if she te- well, yeah, she texted you this because you weren't driving there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she said it's fine, boy. You should have not with a period mm-hmm. beside yeah. it. Women are not that. Yeah, women are not that short. They they long winded. Yeah, women aren't short winded. They're, they're very done. Yeah. 
It cooks. It's funny, you feel like it's opposite for men, right? The more words we say, the worse it is. Yeah, we angry. We send them in caps, too. Yeah. You watching them people walking like out the street just yelling into their phones. Two letters, a thumbs up. <laughs> if you got I, the just, I just wrote you two paragraphs. You just sent an emoji? So, yeah, you know. Mm, mm, homeboy. Like I said. You're going to be back next, on Tinder. The next girl, you you know, fine. Hopefully she can drive. He had to know and, he wasn't going to get away with it because they all have mutual yeah, friends. Nah, so he, somebody would say, oh, yeah, uh, Phil was there. Where, where were you? Oh, he, he said he didn't want me to go watch with you because he wanted to watch with me. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. He, oof. At best, you could maybe, um... At best, you can maybe, um, like have one of the friends, the mutual friends, talk about it for you, you know? Yeah, yeah break you in so Hey, you, you know, my man said he's sorry, he sent some flowers and some shit, man, because, yeah, you fucked up. Oh, he sent you to talk for him, huh? Well, tell him I don't want to talk to his ass. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're cooked, bud. We can't help you. Yeah, right. Next time, just buy the bootleg. It should That's be a Nigerian fine. on the corner you can get one from. That's a solid decision. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if she's got to stay home, you got to stay home, Facts. essentially. It's so. over. All right, let's get to the next one here. Phil, how can I get my neighbor to stop opening my mail and making snide comments about my bank statements? What? Yeah. Because of similar apartment numbers, an elderly gentleman in my building sometimes receives my mail by mistake. (laughs) On three separate occasions, he has returned it after opening and reading it. Despite a lack of apology from him, I understand accidents happen and hold no ill will for the mishaps. However, on the two occasions he opened my bank statements, he returned them and made rather personal and disparaging comments about my bank balance. (laughs) (laughs) And how I must like to, quote-unquote, shop a lot. I I was dumbstruck on these occasions (laughs) and couldn't manage much of a response. I'm nervous that if this happens again, I might not be able to be polite. What? (laughs) Is... I'm struggling with politeness. Just let him have it. Is there an appropriate... Right? Is there an appropriate response that you can suggest that would make it clear that I have no interest in what he thinks about my finances without descending into rudeness. First things first, all these questions come off of dig.com, D-I-G-G.com. Phil, I'll let you take the lead on this one. Your neighbor's opening your bank statements and coming back to you, hey, man, I guess you need that known for that Mickey D's. Oh, that's one thing that he probably can't see until he opens it and goes, oh, great. Although I'll say you said it's happened a few times, so it's like Three times. after the second time, you should probably go, I don't even have such and such bank. Chase Bank. Why is this, you know what I mean? So you should should be obvious. But then there's also, hey man, why don't you have paperless bank statements that are online? Like who still gets a bank statement sent to their house? Are you writing checks at these shopping centers <laughs> that you go to? <laughs> like why? Why you don't care about the trees, bro? You're supposed to... Yeah, it should be direct. Care about the trees and just E-statements. get the online bank statements I, I might and take be a, done with it. I might take a little bit of a left turn for you, Phil, because I'm a little petty when okay. it comes to that. After the second or third time you open this, now you're gunning for me, which means when your mail comes to my doorstep, mm-hmm. I'm going to open it. And the next time I see him, I'm going to say, hey, 
Looks like you're short on your uh, Viagra medication, or maybe your your SD cream. There you go. You got to pick it up at CVS, buddy. Ha ha ha. Don't get mad. Get even. Maybe you need to wear some protection. Ha ha ha. Oh, so you opening my mail? Yes, yes. So slip a letter in his box. I don't know. Take a picture of your balls. There you go. <laughs> a Polaroid of your balls and print it out, and then. Uh, Fold it up, put it in the letter, and then drop it in his mailbox and see if he opens that. Yeah. I bet he'll never open your mail again. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> now y'all go together. So, <laughs> choose your own adventure, but I yeah, like don't that. get mad. Get even, like I said. I you like know, that. Put this, some peanut butter yeah, in the letter, this, seal it up, and drop it in his box. There you go. You don't now, gotta I get fuck around have a peanut allergy. You killed an old man. Now you're in jail. So stick with the the, the picture they of the got balls. No shopping centers in jail. Stick with the picture of the balls. Yeah, balls uh, and penis. Oh, oh, what's this? Uh, oh, oh. You probably go to jail for that too. But nah, not for the picture of the balls. But and let penis. them find out you sending people pictures they, of your balls. Do you know it's a federal offense to open mail that is not yours? That he could go to jail I for mean, that. I mean, I thought that was just for the workers. No, bro. I didn't realize that was for anybody. Neighbors, anybody opens up, and if you want to go get the postal you police. Should. Um, anybody? Look, because I have Phil, accidentally went rip, rip, oops. Phil, what is the name of this podcast? But I don't know. Though. Well, there you go. That's my response to so you. I, you don't, I don't, you don't know. know though. You just hey, think. take the chance. I'm pretty sure that you I cannot it was open just for postal work. Knowingly opening somebody else's mail got to be a federal crime. Yes. somewhere. It is a federal crime to open or destroy mail that is not intended for you. Bingo. The law provides that you cannot destroy, hide, open, or embezzle mail that is not addressed to you. All right. So, So, you want to get petty or you can call the postal police and report them. It's that simple. All right. I don't want to put an old man in jail, though, you know. But yeah. I'm just saying, it's like more fun. Now you got to, don't get mad, get even. Yeah. Put something in the envelope, mm-hmm. drop it inside this box, wait on this nosy ass to open it, and. Surprise! There you Picture go. Of your balls. I had neighbors that did that, man. They, I ordered some something from Amazon. They got it. Oh my god! Yeah, they. You know, the thing of it is, this one neighbor always is getting packages from Amazon, so yeah. I can understand where the where the confusion comes in. But my thing is, you had to look at the label mm-hmm. first and see if your name was or wasn't on it. Yeah. You open it up. You look at what size. Did I order this? Like, no, I ain't ordered this. They taped the box back up, put it mm-hmm. back outside. Which pissed me off, cause I'm yeah. like, you could have just, said, you know me for long. You Saved just said, it for hey, me, knocked on the door. Hey, my bad. My bad. I opened the box. I didn't know, but to tape it up and put it back like nothing ever happened. Gotcha. I'm not stupid. I might have been embarrassed. Sometimes some people are just are so afraid of telling somebody they made a mistake, oh, and then you know, then they look more like a thief than they would have. Bingo, hey, and that's that's exactly. Now it's like, they all right, tried on your shoes. They said these ain't my size. Yeah. Put them back. In Put them the back. Box. I want this. Damn it! I thought this was eleven and a half. Well, these aren't the. He ordered the Jordans. Fourteen. <sighs> I don't like this in this color. Let's... He's George Faith anyway. Exactly. But yeah. So at the end, you know, for me, with packages is always. I work for UPS. Once upon a time. Shouts out to those underpaid slaves hey. out there. That's what we used to say UPS stood for. Anyway. UPS, underpaid I slaves. I trust them. Yeah, that goes on in this building a lot too, where it's like, why y'all all ordering stuff? I don't want to buy something that I ain't got in my hand. You know what I mean? I just don't trust Amazons and, and whoever else, eBay's, that it's like, bro, when I. Swipe my card. I want to be holding the item that I'm purchasing. I don't <laughs> trust all that middleman bullshit. Maybe I'm just old school and I hate technology. 
I'm a bit. I'm. I'm I also kind of hate technology. Which but. is funny because I just was on this dude about getting online bank statements. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you know. All right, let's uh, let's get into Betty White. I'm trying to pull this up, but you know, technology is slowing me down, so I'm trying to find me a little. I, I Betty White that was getting them online bank statements, and his ne- neighbor kept playing with him. Hilarious. Do you want to give them the rules of Betty White while I'm here trying to make uh, this thing yeah, work? Yeah, this is just where we read the um, crime that happened and we try to guess the race of the person yes. that committed the crime, the criminal offense. Who did like it? opening people's motherfucking mail. You got one time to open Phil Hunt's mail. And I'm going to do something to you. We don't get mad, we get even. All right, I got uh, it. Let's see, I think Avery has recovered. Yes, here we go. <clears throat> Canada. All right, first of all, the headline is Naked Man Trashes House Gets Stuck in a Vent. All right? Okay. Canada generally isn't known for its gruesome crimes, although it has a few bizarre cases. Now, it all started when some people in British Columbia heard noises from the house next door. They reported it and notified the family, mm-hmm. um, but things only got weirder from there. Authorities found a man stuck in a vent. He was wrapped in insulation, possibly to keep himself warm, though that wouldn't have been necessity if he wasn't also buck naked. (laughs) On further inspection, the whole house was found to be trashed, and the man was assumed to have been living there above the ceiling based on the large hole in it from which he clearly fell. Police weren't exactly clear on why he ransacked the house or what he was doing stuck in the vents when they found him or what he was doing in general. There were... However, clear they were, however, clear on when he got naked at some point in the middle of his destruction spree as they found his underwear in the toilet. That showed that he didn't come naked for the job, which would have been weird or at least weirder than it was already was, though it really doesn't explain what the job was and why he was there at all. Phil? Sound like he didn't have no toilet paper and he ruined his drawers, so <laughs> he wiped with them. Not that I've ever done that. But anyway, um, yeah, that's what it sound like. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was in Canada. Mm-hmm. This man is up there naked. Let's see. Definitely couldn't have been us. I- I'm going to go with Betty White. That was the easy one. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, definitely, 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 definitely white, man. Yeah, there ain't a whole lot of black Canadians. And, you know. Nah. It- it just is odd that he was naked and was fell through, so he didn't yell out for help or nothing. He fell through. Just fell through, there. stayed there. He probably was on something. Probably got yeah, that definitely sounded like he was getting a little high in the house. Mm-hmm. They let him in to do some sort of construction work, huh? <laughs> I think he let himself in. Oh, he let himself in. Probably. Okay. Mm. All right, let's get on to the next one here. A man in Kansas was arrested for driving a stolen SUV to bail out his brother, who had been jailed only hours earlier for stealing a separate SUV. Wow. According to the Jackson County Sheriff's Office, the first sibling caught was 36-year-old Eric Dean McCracken. He was arrested for driving a Chevy Trailblazer with a suspended license. Hmm. Police then revealed they learned the SUV had been reported stolen. Hmm. Hours later, his younger brother, Keith Ray McCracken, was arrested after leading deputies on a short chase in a stolen 2015 Chevy Silverado that authorities were tracking through its GPS. <laughs> it is believed that the younger McCracken was en route to the Jackson County Jail to post bail on his older brother in a stolen vehicle. The, <laughs> the, the brothers were reunited in jail. 
Man, that's hilarious. What, what do you say, Phil? Whew. Yeah. Oh, this mother has to be proud. <laughs> Two dumbass Steven ass. But he was standing up for his brother. One driving an SUV with a GPS on it and is being tracked. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. They some good car thieves. Just based on the name that you read, uh, Jimmy Ray McCracken. And I was born in Kansas, so mm-hmm. I kind of know the demographics. Okay. We don't go with Betty White. All right, that's another the two for two. <laughs> two I don't know about any black people naming kids Eric Ray McCracken. Yeah, they got those two first name things going on. Ooh, Eric Ray? Oh, Eric Ray? Yeah, him and his brother got into trouble. Didn't there a singer named Uncle Cracker? Uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah, Uncle Cracker, the old uh, Everlast. My, my guy, Uncle Cracker. He used to be known as Everlast, the rapper. Nah, was in... that's Whitey Ford, dog. Oh boy, I know him. my white people confused. Yeah, you getting your white people confused, <laughs> Uncle Cracker? That's that one well, who, man. Well, somebody brought Uncle Cracker, right? Was it? Was it? Um, it's a white dude named Uncle Cracker. Yeah, no, he who, wears who, like bowling shirts and shit. Wasn't it Kid Rock who introduced him us to Uncle Cracker? Or somebody Dang, gave him the rub. Man, I, I'm not sure. But I know Uncle Cracker is a white dude that wears like bowling hat or bowling shirts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was him, right? Yeah. I don't know the words. I don't know the words. All right. Got another one for you here. Come and run another one. Oh, he got that follow me joint. I think I remember that joint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So there's a reason I know Uncle Cracker that that name Jimmy Ray McCracken or whatever it was sounded like that. But uh, yeah, that's that's wild. I love that him, both him and his brother share a love for SUVs. Kind of makes me miss my brother, man. Just out here thieving SUVs. Ain't nothing. <laughs> Which if you go steal, you think you steal a small car. Some stole yeah, stole that SUV, the biggest one, Silverado and the Trailblazer, the like, biggest gas guzzlers. What are you really doing? And then, like I said, with the GPS tracking on it, it's like, man, they following you, dog. And drove, to, drove it to the jail. You know how bold that is? To be like, I'm going to pull up at the jail in a stolen car. Mm-hmm. The cops just run your plates and then just get you out the car and just walk you into a cell. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous, dog. Those motherfuckers is crazy. Oh, yeah. All right. That meth must be good out there. It must be because I don't need be, teeth. That got to be a drug. I'm going to steal this car. I don't need teeth. I'll steal this With car, though. GPS on it and drive it to the jail. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, even have to, they didn't even have to use gas. They just came out the office. Hey, hey. The cops ain't even have to waste our tax dollars to come get oh, your asses. They, yeah. No, they just said behind the they just sit behind the, the bookshelf waiting for him to walk. Man, just get out. The, like he went on one side of the desk, mm-hmm. you know, to pay the bail. <laughs> and then they said, "Well, we got you inside here. Why don't you come on come back on this side? Yeah, keep walking, keep walking." Yeah, and then they just slammed the door. Your brother's right there. Just go go through that door. Your brother's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the hallway. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah, put this on while you're at it. It gets cold in there. It made me say he must have had a nice stash because he had the bell money ready. Hilarious. That's crazy. Still. We got one more. This one's crazy. This one is called uh, the Parasite Poisoning Incident. Um, I'm not going to say the name because it might give it so away. So on these two, these brothers, you have a collect call from. <laughs> hey, mom, it's Mike and Jimmy. <laughs> 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 you two stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> 
Would you like to accept the charges? You got locked up together? At the same time? No, we didn't get locked up together. Well, what in the hell? I got locked up first and Eric showed up later. That's right. You better go down there and help your little brother. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just funny. Yeah. Just family photos. They didn't really yeah. plan it out. They're just like, I'm going to steal this. He stole the car. Well, I'm going to steal this car and go get him out because I don't have a car to drive. Man, could have taken a bus. You could have taken a bus. You know? Hilarious. They got buses out there in um. Kansas. Yeah, do they? I think these are some public transportation at the best. Maybe that's why they were both still in SUVs. Yeah. You didn't feel like walking, right? You didn't want to get a step, huh? So. Man, I don't even know, dog. So our next criminal loves studying parasites. And I'm not going to say the name because it will give it away. All right, cool. A 23-year-old post-grad student at McDonald College, he specialized in Ascara Sum. A nasty worm that spends his days frolicking inside a pig test intestines. Okay. Now, normally, these parasites exit the host via taking a dump mm. and wait for another pig to come along, and, well, you get the idea. Once inside of their new hosts, the females lay about 200,000 eggs per day. Mm. All right? When the eggs hatch, they squeeze themselves into the pig's blood vessels, make their way to the lungs, and eventually wiggle their way to the throat. The pig then swallows the parasites, which end up back in the small intestine where they mature, lay more eggs, and unleash a new generation of parasites upon the world. All right? So it's a cycle. In addition to studying parasites, this man was also a really lousy roommate. He shared an apartment with four of the students. But when it came time to pay the monthly bills, he was always late with the cash. In fact, it was such a problem that his roommates threatened to kick him out of the apartment. So what does this have to do with this parasite? Well... After this man's buddies threatened him with eviction, he then shot right back, threatening to poison their dinner with the parasites. Mm. Evidently, the roommates didn't take him seriously. Not only did they kick him out, they also let him cook dinner about a week before he left. (laughs) A few days later, after he cooked dinner, all four of his roommates became mysteriously ill. Two of the men grew so sick that they were listed as critical. At first, doctors weren't sure what was happening until they took a few samples and noticed something moving. The roommates were all hosting some pretty wild parasite parties with 300,000 to 400,000 worms per man. That's wild, dog. That's when everyone remembered, ding, the man's threat. And the researcher was charged with attempted murder and took a while to find him since he went to Mexico City. He fled to Mexico City. This is crazy. Eventually, he was persuaded to return to stand trial. Believe it or not, he was found not guilty. His defense was pretty solid. According to the researcher, sometimes sewage would block the sink. And that's probably where the worms came from. And they bought it. Sewage would block the sink? Yeah. You said he fled to Mexico City. He sure did. So maybe this is in Mexico because, yeah, that just sounds crazy. He never got convicted. A worm that was in a pig's stomach is a parasite. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's disgusting. The, the I, don't funny, wanna, I was hungry. I don't want to eat now. Funny That's some cold shit to mess with somebody's yeah, food. I don't know why you let him cook, but he got off because he told them that the worms came from the sink blockage, and everyone was like, no, that the sink's never blocked up. And the funny thing was, the guys who got sick were the first humans to ever get sick from this particular oh, parasite. Wow. So, I don't know who his lawyer was, but he's got to give him a bonus because... Damn. So, what do you yeah, say? That's Eddie? nasty. What do you think? See, we don't even play around with no worms and no nastiness like that. So, that, 
Scratch black people off the list. We ain't fuck what, around with no parasites. What, and if we do, we would have fried this what shit. What would Mo Funny say then? Couldn't have been no nymphs. Uh, yeah, because you'd have been dead playing around with somebody's son like that. Anyway, <laughs> this you said he ran to Mexico City. Yeah, this leads to me Mexico to believe City. that he might be Mexican. Did you find an answer? No, because it's French. White, French white guy. His name was Franz Kraus. Mm. Kraus. He ran to Mexico. So I guess he figured he could get away with it. But it was definitely... French white guy in yeah. Mexico. Yeah, well, I guess, and I guess they drug him back across the border and was he like, turned nah, himself he in, you know, Canadian. In. He was like, all right, sorry, sorry. That's Canadian. I'll come back, stand trial. That's some cold shit. But he didn't do it. He got found not guilty. They found not guilty. They believed him when he said that sometimes the sink backs up. That's and that's nasty. how the parasites, he must have been washing chicken or whatever, and the parasites got him when the sink backed up. And he still served it to him, which... This is an unsanitary-ass story. Yeah, yeah. See, that's why you got to hit it with some seasoning salt. They kill the parasites, and the parasites die. Can't you hit that. them with some Lowry's. With some lemon juice. Ah, burn up. The parasite, I don't know the sodium. <laughs> I knew this salty, though. Lowry's do be salty, That's why man. you got to season your damn chicken. You got to pull out some Old Bay on them parasites. They can't survive that hot, spicy pepper. Not at all. Not at all, man. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, them Hispanics would have hit it with the Goya. That's right. Adobo. They would have said, ah. I'm in love with adobo. But these white Canadians out here cooking unseasoned chicken. That's because they, they take they it. That's because they take it out the package. You don't clean it. They just put it right in the stove from the package. Yeah. Hey, this is wrapped up. It should be I safe to eat. Fresh be high. Them parasites got about a day in my system before the salt get them. <laughs> <laughs> Now they all try. They all try to get out your your, your butthole now with the, yeah, with the poop. Baby, run! Hurry! Bunch of salty heads. No, 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 uh, no yeah. liquids. No nutrients. Nobody can survive no with nutrients. salt water. Run! Well, this has been dope. A very disgusting, uh, Betty White. Yeah. It's been overall a dope episode, eat, man. It's always fun, dog. You know what I mean? We we, we chop it up. You know, yeah, start off a little heavy. I'm definitely glad we, we started doing this, man. It's been great to kind of catch up with you and, you know, just kick it a little it's bit. five, you know. Yeah, better than a phone call, man, because on the phone... words. You know, that, that's what it's like, you know. It's like, yeah. like a phone call or like, yo, just vibing, just yeah. talking. Yeah. Hot topics. Y'all notice we haven't had a really big argument about this. Like a couple couple episodes ago, Phil and I were arguing about something. This is good. We, we Sometimes we vibe about certain things. It's not always an argument, and Phil is not always controversial on his Twitter, although sometimes he does... You know, respond to. I don't the, even feel like tweets. I'm controversial. I feel like a lot of people agree with me. If you was a certain age and of a certain skin tone, you know, mm-hmm. be like, I see what he coming. I see where he coming. And from. They do, but you know, my problem has been always been you always go and respond to these people in certain groups on certain social media channels. So I'm like, why bother? I, I cut all that out. I learned, dog. Like, you did. I, I learned years ago. They gotta come get me now. You got to catch me on my own page. <laughs> I don't really be, you know, saying yeah, that no more. Look at you, man. You're growing up. You know, right yeah. before eyes, man. You're growing up now. You know, I used to, uh, you know, I would engage with anybody just about. But then you start discovering all these people, they really have bad faith. They really have bad faith conversations that it's like they don't really want an answer. They just want to, they want you to disagree with them and then to point, point the finger at you and go, that's why you're a bad person. So they, they you're, what you're basically saying is that that money bag yo song is about you, huh? 
I just looked at my watch. I got time today. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sometimes I don't like, it's literally I don't like, that. I don't like nobody. <laughs> we keep gangsters. We can be jumping. How you want to go back? He doesn't like nobody, but has 20 dudes in the video with him. <laughs> Who are these dudes in the video then? You don't like Money nobody. Money bag, yo. I like though how he's like, right, we we can keep it. We can keep it gangster. What do you say? We can get against and we keep it gentlemen. How you want to go about it? Mm-hmm. I love that. Anyway, this has been another episode of But I Don't Know Though. It's your boy, Avery Mason here. Avery Mason official on Instagram, The Avery Mason. Still not verified. I went, I put in my shot with Instagram. They shut me down. So oh, that's I sent them the links. I sent them the articles and everything. They're that's like, crazy. you don't meet the requirements. So, But there's a girl on there with just a fake butt and they like, verified. <laughs> It's like, who did this? The surgeon? Mm-hmm. Who verifies these girls? So, yeah, the point is just like, who even knows? But it's uh, some little dancing kid that has a blue check mark. Yeah, I don't care about the verification at this point. I'm doing the work. But if you're around in town, you can catch me. And this episode is going to come out tomorrow. 100% positive is coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow work. You will catch me on August 3rd. LOL Comedy Club at the 9.30 show in Times Square, LOL Comedy Club. 9.30, uh, August 3rd, LOL Comedy Club, and I'll be there Wednesday, August 4th. Uh, I think this is going to be the same time. 9.30. Alright, so pull up LOL Comedy Club. Phil, you got anything coming up this week? Uh, this week, I'm in Catch Brooklyn. Uh, just check my social media. Uh, the 8th, is it? Or no. Yeah, the 8th. I'm in Brooklyn. So this weekend, Right, that's so I think Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, August 8th. I'm in Brooklyn. I'll put up the location uh, on my social media. Yeah, Check go my story. How can they find your social media? At I am Phil Hunt. That's me. One and only. Unverified also, but you know it's him when you see some of the jokes and opinions. We official. We verified stuff. our damn selves. And remember, if you want that Nintendo Switch, like, share, subscribe. Leave us a comment. You can leave us a voicemail on the Anchor FM page. We'll play it on the air. Thank y'all so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, but, you know. So next time. Yeah, I don't know, though. I'm saying it with confidence. I like it. Mm-hmm. What's up, everybody? It's Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know, though, here to remind you about our listener contest. If we can get to 150 subscribers... That's one five zero. We're going to be giving away this Nintendo Switch we got here. Not just any Nintendo Switch, one that I used for about two, three weeks. Didn't work out, but it could for you. And you can get a brand, uh, a brand new used <laughs> Nintendo Switch with a couple of games. All you got to do is follow me and Phil on our social media platforms. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the Avery Mason on Twitter, Avery Mason official on Instagram. And you can follow my co-host Phil on I am Phil Hunt on all social media. And send us a message with the hashtag but I don't know. That's hashtag B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O. Put it out there. You never know. And once we get to 150, one of you lucky listeners is gonna win that switch. So I wanna wish you luck. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.